you. <laughs> Randy's fault. I should let him go. That oh. sucks. And then when he comes on and it's you sitting there. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> like, I apologize. We let that fucking guy go. Enough's enough. Enough's enough, man. Fucking up time zones. He want to discuss. He said he wanted to discuss. What's that? I'll keep this. Toss it away, but um, he went to high school powerlifting, yeah. goods and bads, transition from conventional to yeah. sumo. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you wrestled. Mackles. <laughs> Mackles. So I'm gonna have to be the funny guy, I guess. <laughs> Um, Let's talk about hook grip too. Everyone's hook gripping now. Yeah, that's everybody's like hook gripping. Spot now, press right? of 2017. That's right. Uh, future goals, upcoming meets, and when I got back into powerlifting after high school. Cool. So I'm pretty sure he's only like 22. 20, oh, wow. 22. He's not very old. He's young. His I know. I'm pretty sure he, mm -hmm. works, at, he, and he works at a grocery store for a job because I was watching his live feed one night. He was just on there, people were asking questions. Oh, cool. So he's got access to macros. Yeah. He's a whole, he's a dealer of macros. And I think, I don't know if he's always been with Strength Cartel, but he, it looked like he just, I just noticed the stuff coming up. Kilo Cartel or something? Maybe that's what's, I can't remember what it's You know, so should we do our discussion? He wasn't thinking he was going to go for another two hours. Want to wait another half hour then and do our, our current events discussion like we were going to? Yeah, might as well. What the fuck do you think? Sure. Like, um, should, what should I tell him? He said he's good to go now. Fire it off. Should we just fucking fire this off? Yeah. Or should I say, would you rather do it now or in, or in fuck five minutes? Just fucking put him up. We got twice the followers. That's fucking heartless. <laughs> Our guy's fucking heartless. What to say? Okay, let's call this guy. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. He's probably in bed. You hear me? Hey! Yeah, what's up? How's it going? Hey! Good, how are y'all? Not bad, buddy, not bad. Yeah, sorry for the early uh, call here. We got our time zones messed up. I'm going to throw that one on Randy. Like I usually That's do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow, fuck, the guy's not very professional. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how you doing, man? You good to go? Is, is Now's a good time? Yeah. Okay, so, um, if you've seen the show, you only see me right now, but you're actually on a monitor. I'm looking at it. Um, we got Matt here, uh, Goldie. He's going to be the co-host. Um, Randy, hey Randy, yeah, so you'll hear Matt. You won't see Matt, but he's here. So every now and then you'll hear him jump in with some questions. And um, it'll look like I'm not looking at you, but I'm actually looking at you at the monitor. And uh, one second, what do you think about Clarity? Are you, You're on a, a laptop or? I'm actually on my phone. Are you on your phone? He's what do you think? Is that fan in the background going to buffer us? I think so. Looks good. Yeah. 
Because the big thing is, uh, in terms of buffering, your Wi-Fi looks pretty solid. We've had some Wi-Fi's that are, uh, if there's a lot of movement in front of the camera, it buffers and it glitches. But your Wi-Fi looks pretty flippin' solid. I think, yeah? Okay. Ready? What are you thinking? Looks yeah. good? As long as he doesn't move around too much. So the big thing would be, as long as you don't uh, move around too much in front of the camera, we should be good. Okay. So, like, don't do that. Or, or just, like, you know, super-duper talking with your hands. And, okay. Uh, and you okay. should be good. Okay, well. Okay, so, so I guess uh, we could start. Whoa. <laughs> you got you got your assistant there in the background. I, I seen you motioning. Yes, yes, <laughs> she's right. <laughs> it's good, man. That's when you know you made it, is when you have an assistant. Yes, sir. <laughs> More coffee, love. It's getting cold. So you want to start from the top? You how about we do a little introduction to yourself, sir? Sure. Um, I don't know what do you want me to say. I'm Kayla Wollum from Lubbock, Texas. Uh, 198 to 220 power lifter. Um, I mean, that's, that's me. I don't know what, no, no, <laughs> what well, else to say. So I'll, I'll jump in real quick. I know we, we, so we get a lot of people popping up on our mini feeds and, um, some dudes are like big names. I've been doing it for a long time. Got a lot of titles behind them. And, and sometimes with like yourself, the reason what attracted me, man, I seen a dude who's like 200 pounds. Pulling it like well into the 800s, like holy shit, who is this guy? Like who? So how did you? It's, it feels like you just emerged from nowhere, and I mean, obviously, there's a lot of 10-year overnight successes. But how did right. you? When did you start powerlifting? Because seriously, man, you like you're like a star that just came out of nowhere. Yeah, um, yeah, I did powerlifting in high school and stuff, um, all the way to my senior year. And I think like I got my I got my deadlift up to like around six hundred pounds at one sixty five. So I mean it, it was all right there. And then um, pretty much after I graduated, I didn't really know anything about powerlifting outside of high school. Like I didn't know anything about federations or anything like that. So I just I kind of just like worked out, tried to get as big as I could. Um, and then kind of later on, you know, a lot of people were encouraging me to go do meets and stuff. Um, so finally, like I, I went up and signed up for a couple of uh, you know push pull meets. And then that's kind of just where it started, and that was about like two years ago. Mm -hmm. So, and then um, so I did those, and then I was like, okay, well, I, I want to start competing full power. So then, like, it, it was just a little over a year ago. It was like February twenty sixteen, I think, was when I did my first full power meet back into the powerlifting world. And how old are so, you right now? How old am I now? Yeah, yeah. Twenty. Twenty two. So you're a junior. Yes, sir. Frank, man, you got a whole lot yeah. in front of you. So, how long have you been powerlifting then? Um, let's see. Well, I guess I've always, maybe, I guess for like the last five years, I've like worked out with like strength as a priority. But um, I guess competitively powerlifting, um, more like maybe just about two years, I guess. Holy And then other, other than what I did in high school, like like way back, so. And what brought you back in? So you were, you started out in, in high school, um, did a couple of meets, and then, uh, so did you take time off after high school, or like, was it did you just push right through in powerlifting, or? Uh, no, it was, it was about two years that I took off after high school, um, and I just, I just lifted weights, um, you know, with like strength is like a main priority. I still like, um. I squatted, you know, I, I bench pressed real heavy, I, I deadlifted heavy, you know, though I was, I was still like 
always loved, you know, bench and deadlift, of course. Um, mm-hmm. And my goal at the time was just to get as big as I could. And I, was, I wasn't worried necessarily about, like, you know, my like how strong I was for my body weight or how competitive I'd be as a power lifter. I was more concerned of just how, how big I could get. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, so back at, when, when you left and you started at 600, what made this biggest push? What was the big difference when all of a sudden you're pulling into, like, what currently is your highest deadlift? Uh, 915 is currently my highest. That's 915. Right. So it's a 315-pound jump. How, how, like, what was the biggest attribution you think that you switch? You start like switching up in terms of coaching, or how serious you took it, or just well, getting okay. So, so in high school, for some reason, our um, our powerlifting team, our coach, he only taught us to pull sumo. We there was no such thing as a conventional deadlift. I don't know. It had something to do That's with him great. maybe being crazy. <laughs> And, you know, that's the total opposite what you would think. You think everyone, like most coaches, want to start you conventional. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly, yeah, because, you know, sumo is so much more technical. But, no, there is no such thing as a conventional deadlift. I didn't even know it was called that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, think, I think that's what made the biggest difference. So after I graduated high school, I started pulling conventional, and I pretty much only pulled conventional for, like, you know, about two years. And, you know, pulled, I built my conventional from basically nothing all the way up to, like, around 700 pounds. And then whenever I switched back to sumo, that's when I realized that, you know, it had carried over so much, made me so much stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say that probably made the biggest difference. Other than, you know, gaining, you know, maybe around 40 pounds out of high school. Oh, so, shit. Yeah, that's a nice size jump. Nope. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, getting a lot bigger and then, you know, training differently, I think that's probably what helped my deadlift out so much. So do you still incorporate a lot of conventional pulling into um, your training? Like, because you use pull sumo on the platform. That's that's your main bread and butter. How much? How often right. do you pull conventional? You know, pretty much always. I I, I don't pull sumo a whole lot in practice. Um, I've done it like a little bit more recently, I guess, with my new program. But um, typically, I, I sumo is only for like big big pulls, maybe like a big double or a big single, and um, just technique practice for the most part. Other than that, I feel like I get I get all my work done pulling conventional. Oh, I like doing it better. That's actually, so, yeah, I, I, like that's, I don't know, I don't know if I've heard too many people yeah. doing that, where like, uh, usually they would say, and I mean, the more yeah. interviews we do, the more you see so many different um, training styles, but um, it's interesting that you say like, yeah, you leave the sumo for like the platform and the high, high numbers and pull mostly conventional. Is it just uh, like, yeah, I feel like, yeah, go ahead, sorry, go ahead. I think I just get more out of pulling conventional. I feel like that's what makes me stronger. And then, you know, when I just spread my legs a little bit and pull sumo, it's just it's a little bit easier. So uh, it just works with my leverages a little bit better. Um, so it just has it just has a huge carryover to my sumo. So that's why I pull conventional all the time. And you mentioned um, programming. Who does your programming? Um, I've actually never really done a program before. I mean, I would, I would, I would just kind of do my own stuff. But now I'm working with Jesse Burdick. And he, he's doing my stuff for my meat. And what kind of programming do you do? Do you do percentage-based? Do you do RPE programming? Um, right now, it's it's more like a percentage-based with, with, with what we're doing right now. Um, kind of more like a conjugate. So we have like maximum effort days and then dynamic effort days. So I, I really like it so far. It's definitely different. It's, it's really hard, but I like it. So How often do you deadlift? Because you are a deadlift guy, right? That's by yeah. far your, your favorite Lift, no? So, oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I've, always, I've always 
deadlifted or done like a deadlift day and then like a back accessory day, like at least twice a week, you know, working on my deadlift twice a week. So now Jesse has me doing like, um, I'll have like a pretty heavy deadlift day and then I'll have like an accessory day where I just do back stuff. And then I'll have another day where I do speed pulls. So I'm pretty much working on my deadlift three times a week now, which is, which is great. I feel like it's going to help. So, and that's also like a little bit, some people say she only deadlift once a week, mm -hmm. you know? So you think, no, you like, how often do you squat if you deadlift three times a week? Um, so I squat twice a week. Okay. So you deadlift. So it's like, like a heavy day and then like a light day of squat. And do you mix those days with your dead days? Cause you're pretty much going to be squatting or deadlifting every single day then almost, right? So, um, my speed squats or I guess my dynamic effort squats are on the same days as my speed deadlifts. Uh, uh, yeah. And then, and, then, uh, and then when you mix in your bench press? Um, let's see. So I have like two bench days a week and that's, I guess those are usually like Tuesday, um, Tuesday and Friday. It's like mm -hmm. when I do bench press stuff. And how often, because you post a lot of videos where you're going pretty heavy, how often do you go heavy with those heavy singles? Because some people, they like uh -huh. to, they say like, if you single, keep it in an RP8 type deal so you can recover quickly. But um, I mean, with Instagram, it gets so like tempting to like, push those maxes and you know, I mean, you, and you've definitely blown up on the Instagram fame because you've got some big pulls on oh, there. Uh, a lot of guys get like, just like off gym lifts start creating yeah. quite a big reputation oh, yeah. just from competition lifts. Mm -hmm. And so how often do you push that envelope? Do you think? Well, to go for like an absolute max, not, not really very often at all. Um, you know, maybe every couple of months I'll go for like all out max on my sumo or something like that. But you know, um, rep maxes, I feel like don't really wear me out as bad. Like the other day I did like a, a max set of five, um, yeah. And then, so, so you know, it, it's, I guess it's not very often. Um, and then especially, like, when I do a rep max for conventional, I seem to recover from that pretty quickly because, you know, say I pull conventional, like, 100 pounds less than what I pull sumo. Well, whatever I pull conventional, I'm going to be able to um, recover from them better than, like, whatever my heavy, heavy sumo pulls are. Mm -hmm. So I can, I can kind of, like, push the RPEs pretty high on conventional pretty often mm -hmm. without having much of an issue. Um I think that's just a little, that's just how it's always been for me with the deadlift. I can, I've always just been able to recover pretty quickly. So. And so how often do you say, do you do, do you do singles every week? Some guys do singles every single week. No, no, it, it changes. Yeah. Kind of depends um, on whether you're meat prepping. Right, right. So, um, I'm not, I haven't looked ahead to like my next couple weeks of programming quite yet, but, um. I think there's like some triples, like like some heavy triples within the next uh, four weeks that I'll be doing. Like a, like whatever I can, the most I can do for a set of three sumo, I think that's in there for the next little training period I'm doing. So looking ahead a little bit, what are some of your goals? What is A, what's your, your next meet that you're prepping for? And B, what are some of the goals you're hunting down? Because um, a guy your size, with as much as you're pulling, I mean, everybody for the longest time was chasing Ed Cohen's uh, deadlift mm -hmm. record. And just recently, Yuri Yuri took it. Hey, what are you, like? What's your thoughts on Yuri taking that? And and do you want to take that record back? Bring it back to the U.S. It's that U.S. Russia oh. Cold War rivalry, right? I'm just trying to make this juicy, man. I'm just trying to make a backstory to this. <laughs> okay, well, 
I'll tell you guys something I haven't really said um, anywhere yet, but I will Excuse be doing me. I will be doing boss of bosses. Oh, uh, in our okay, Yuri and we're both competing at two twenty. So who is sorry? Yuri Belkin will also be there competing oh, at two twenty. Shit, man, that's gonna be an exciting <laughs> showdown. Yeah, so we will be sharing the platform. Wow. Nice. Very interesting. So that's yeah. kind of my next big goal right there. I want that. I want the 220 record. So I'm going for it in August. So we'll see. All right now, I'm just putting on as much weight as I can, try to fill out the 220 class. So what do you there, walk, there will not. What do you walk around at right now? What's your body weight at? Uh, it's up to like 215, which is very very heavy for me. I've been doing pretty good with putting on weight. So, so you, yeah, 215 is like huge train. <laughs> are you like uh like? Do you mind putting on a little bit of chub? You gonna live that? Uh, I don't know if I physically can. My metabolism is like so fast. So. Oh my god! Um, people are hating you right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, Everybody. You, you're that guy. Who, I eat all the time. I can't put on a pound of fat. Right? Oh yeah, it's like it just it just turns into muscle. So. How big is Yuri? How big? Do you know how big Yuri is? He's a big guy, no? Yeah, he's he's. he's he, yeah. he walks around around two twenty-seven, I believe. Yeah. Okay, so he doesn't do a mad cut for two twenty. No, exactly. No, no. Seven pounds of water, especially it'll be day before away, so yeah. nobody's gonna be drained. Yeah. But fuck me, you gotta, you want it. So you're projected, you want to throw on at least fill out to two twenty is your goal then by the time the showdown happens. Yep, absolutely. You've been following Yuri on Instagram. He doesn't post a whole hell of a lot. Eh? No, yeah. no, he really doesn't. He really doesn't. And so he's so. a bit of a mystery, even yeah. though like he comes in from Russia. Whoops some ass, takes big paychecks, you know, and he's that guy. He's, home, yeah. he's so like the Ivan Drago type of guy, right? Oh, yeah. So uh, what do you, We have no idea what he's up to over there. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on this showdown? What do you expect that you want um, in terms of like your goals for the for like hitting the platform attempts? Do you have any kind of that, these goals in mind yet or just kind of play the day as it goes? I mean, obviously, so, a record's going to get broken. We're pretty sure on that. Yeah. You know, I, I would maybe even like to have all-time American record. Um, I don't see that being completely out of the question by the time the meet rolls around. So, which I believe nine sixteen, I think would get me there. I think it's nine fifteen right now. Okay. For the all-time American record, so. Will be the spot. Like, would you, in terms of like the squat and the bench, you going all in? Or are you gonna save a little bit of gas for that deadlift? Uh, I'm going. I'm going all in. That's how I like do all my meets. I like to go all out. All, yeah, yeah, on yeah. My yeah. Exactly. Don't show up just the yeah phone it in type deal. What what, yeah. so what what are you thinking in terms of your squat and your bench? Well, um, I, I'd like to squat maybe around 620, 630. That's what I'd really like. Maybe bench around 450, 460. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I really want to get close to 2,000 pound total in sleeves. Is so. there, is there, oh, you're going to do sleeves. Do they do wraps at Bossa Bosses? They do, yeah. Yeah. So you think you, you're just going to do, like, are you better in sleeves than you are wraps? I've never actually used wraps, so um, so yeah, I'm better in sleeves right now, and I just don't want to have to like mess with them, you know. Like, I don't want to have to get my knees wrapped at the perfect time. I'm, I, like I don't know anybody there that's going to be able to wrap me, so you know what I mean. Like it's just going to be like another thing I have to worry about, you know, get my knees wrapped at the perfect time before I go to the platform. Other than just standing there in my sleeves and chilling before I get to go up to lift, I'd much rather do that. Who do you who do you train with? Uh, just me. No, no shit. By yourself, like you, uh, so you don't have like a powerlifting team you train with? Nope. Um, I have a gym. There's other powerlifters in, but you know we don't really train together. I don't. I, I train by myself. 
And do the, are these other powerlifters like competing at a, at a high level like you, or it's anyone around you that you could wrap knees and then like shoot the shit with, critique form or anything like that? Or are you pretty much a one man army right now? Um, I mean, yeah, I guess I guess uh, the other ones at my gym know what they're doing and stuff. You know, as far as like technique and uh, programming and whatnot, we're all we're all pretty into it. Um, some of them compete also, but uh, yeah, yeah. For for the most part, it's just kind of just. Me, myself, and I, usually when I'm at the gym. Do you prefer it that way? Like, because some people... I do. Would, oh, you do, right? It's yeah, a, I don't know. I just, so oh, it's just what I like. Where do you get your motivation from home. then? Do you, there, are, where do you who? Where do you get your motivation from then? Are the guys that you watch online that give you your motivation and inspire you to push it? Besides, yeah, my, besides myself. Besides myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know... Um, I guess I guess my biggest motivation is just being better than I was, you know. And I like I just always want to do something that's like awesome, you know what I mean? I want to be the, I want to be the absolute best at whatever I'm doing. So uh, and that's that's motivation enough for me. And honestly, it's just fun. So it's not like a lot of motivation is even necessary. I feel like you know I have a lot of fun just going in there and pushing myself and uh, trying to get stronger. So. It's, I, I just have a blast doing it every day. I don't ever get tired of it. So yeah. that's I stay motivated. Looking at this, um, I'd seen uh, before, I think you had done a shout out to Pete Rubich before. Is that right on one of your posts? Is he going to be a boss of bosses? Because he's also a monster <laughs> deadlifter. And, and you're trying to stimulate a little bit of a rivalry there with Pete. What's up? Okay, that's not really that's not really what happened. That was more like a joke. And <laughs> ah, you're backing up now. You're backing up now, sir. <laughs> I think everybody kind of just like blew that out of proportion a little bit because that's all like all the time. I wanted to see if anybody would see it first of all because I was like, oh, oh, we see it. Oh, we see it. Who else does this Oh, Pete Rubish. And then I just said, Pete who? Hashtag Yeah, Pete you who. did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did, sir. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, don't, I think a lot of people didn't understand that I was joking. Like, so, I don't know. So, uh, you know, <laughs> let, me, let me say something. I like that shit because yeah. I know we had Pete on this show. He don't give a shit. Like, he's laid back dude but when you um right. when you throw it down like like the IPF World Championships when Brett Gibbs and John Hack went toe to toe in the I, in the 83 class it was all like like they're they're fine whatever in terms of meeting each other and all and all the rest of it. it's not yeah. like they're buddies talking on Instagram every fucking day but still like a little bit of rivalry that's what makes sports interesting mm -hmm. like any sport you need rivalry right so if you throw down like a a P2, it's not necessarily fuck Pete it's more um Hey man, we're getting close. Let's see what happens, right? So it is like yeah. like you and Yuri. Like it is like that US versus Russia, two totally different polarizing, you know, what just just from your backgrounds, everything, right? So um, it makes it a little more interesting. So do you know if Pete's gonna be at Boss of Bosses and is he gonna be pulling? Cause in terms of a three-way battle, fuck man, that's that's a deadlift delight right there. He said he would be there. Um so I guess he has like a little bit of an injury going on right now. No. But, uh, oh, he's got excuses, he, eh? Hey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I'm throwing he, shit in your mouth. <laughs> no, his, uh, his I, I noticed his little YouTube series is like, you know, Road to Recovery to Boss of Bosses or something like that. Uh, so, yeah, I do believe he plans on doing Boss of Bosses. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, yeah. So what do you expect in there? Like a three-way battle. Pete, in terms of how you guys match up with um, totals. Is it, is it basically more a battle for deadlifts, or is there a lead runaway for, for the total? Because I'm not super... Uh, I don't know, I'm not... Do you well, know? so, so Yuri Belkin's total, I, I don't, 
out because no, of that. With that? Let him have that. Let no. him have that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he, he can have that. So. <laughs> I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't do much about that right now. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's up a 2,200-pound total, though. He has an all-time world record total. It's yeah. just monstrous. Yeah. So I don't feel bad about not being able to keep up with that right now. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to be the greatest of all time and still be good. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So and um, how, how for Pete, Pete, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure where Pete rests like because he's obviously he's a he's a deadlift dude. Yeah. Um, do you, I don't know where he's benching at. He doesn't post. He posts mostly yeah. deadlift. He can squat, though. He's got mm -hmm. a bit of a squat on him. I guess it depends on the day and how, how injured he is. Yeah. So he would be if you're going for that American record. I mean, he's at, he's American right there too. So he's gonna be right neck and neck. Have you been seeing his training videos where he's at? Because he hasn't been posting as much, probably due to his injury. You've been seeing. Yeah, that's pretty much why. Um, I, I, I see his stuff on YouTube every now and then, but you know he, he hasn't doing anything heavy, like no heavy deadlifts. I think he's just working on a lot of technique right now and stuff, just trying to get better. So and that's when, all I've seen from him. When is boss of bosses? August 25th, I think. Mm -hmm. So he's got, I mean, there's time. Yeah. He's got time yeah. to pull that shit around. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a little interesting because you only got a amount of time. It looks yeah. like the competition's going to be tight. Is this, this is going to be live streamed, right? I believe so. Is it, I, I would think so. Is it yeah. a pay per view? I wonder if you got paid um, for that. So I know last year it cost like $10. I'm not sure about this year. I know the year before that it was free. So I don't know. I guess it just depends on whatever they want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Well, ten bucks is damn near. I mean, yeah. that's like a subway sub. For well, unless it's, unless it's ten bucks American, then it's like fucking thousand yeah. dollars Canadian. I can't afford that shit. <laughs> so going into boss of bosses, um, you're going to be doing uh, focusing more on the deadlifts. You do a lot of block pulls and stuff. What are your thoughts? How often do you do block pulls? I actually don't really do a whole lot of block pulls. Oh no shit! How often do you do them? Every now and then, see that's the thing, when Instagram, it's so, you yeah. only get people's highlights, right? So when you see like, you know, the big lifts, like singles and block pulls, you're thinking, wow, this yeah, dude does do it, yeah. But you don't know how often you put them in there. How often do you do block pulls and partials? Uh, pretty much never. Um, no shit! I remember, yeah, basically never. Yeah. You know, I, I, like a little while back, I pulled, uh, or I put, you know, the bar up, I was pulling off some blocks. You know, just for because I was doing shrugs and the rack, the power rack was taking, so I was just putting up the weight a little bit, and then I ended up just pulling a couple of singles off of it because, like, it's already up here. I'm gonna see what I can pull off. Of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's pretty much it. And then um, I guess the tires, I deadlifted some like with some tires that were basically like a black pull not too long back. Like I pulled like a thousand on those, but that was pretty much the only times I've done block pull. So. So you don't like using partial movements, really? No, um, they don't, I, I feel like they just don't help me where I struggle in my deadlift, like, because I put them, I put up the weight on a block, and I can just move, you know, a, a ton more weight, so I don't really struggle with my lockout for the most part, mm -hmm. um, my hardest part is still just getting it going off the ground really, really smoothly, so I focus a lot more on just my power off the floor. Do you yeah. do paused as well? I don't, um, no, no. no. Um, I, I, I've experiment, I experimented with them a little bit, but now for the most part, I just do regular deadlifts. Yeah. Just all in sumo. And you were saying too, um, I read in one of your posts that, um, because like, like you were saying, your, your weakest point you think is off the ground. So you don't do a lot of touch and go. Never. 
Never. And what are your thoughts on, what do you think? Like, it's touch and go. Do you think valid, invalid, or, or just kind of depends on where your weak point is? Well, you know, I, I guess it could help some people, but, you know, most people I see, I don't think that uh, touch and go reps are a good way to go. I, I think they're just kind of a joke, honestly. Whoa, um, shots fired! <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. But I, mean, I, I, I just does don't. touch and go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So why, why, why is that? Do you think? Because if you think, I mean, it's they're so they're so so easy compared to dead stop reps. You know, I feel like why don't you just do dead stops? You're getting so much more work done. You're practicing breaking the weight off the floor every time. You know, especially if you're using a deadlift bar and you're doing touch and go reps. Well, you know, all that slack's already out of the bar. So yeah. you know, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. You know, three or four less inches that you have to go down when you're doing a touch and go rep. Whereas it's different when you rest the weight on the ground completely. That's actually very rare. Yeah. A deadlift bar would definitely change a game changer. Now, boss of bosses, do they use deadlift bars? They do, right? Yeah. So yeah. You, do you train mostly with deadlift bars then? You know, um, I like to I like to do a lot of stiff bars uh, for, for the most part. Um, if I'm trying to do something like real heavy or do something epic, I'll, do, I'll throw in the deadlift bar. But for the most part, I like to stick with the stiff bar. Just it, it really helps with my strength off the floor. And then by the time I go back to the deadlift bar, you know the yeah, weight just didn't fly. So what's the difference between your stiff bar and deadlift bar? Do you find in terms of like weight? How much more weight can you pull on a deadlift bar? You know, I, I don't. I'm not completely sure. Okay, so when I pulled that 915 a week before that, I had pulled like several triples up to 800 for a triple on a stiff bar. And then I even, even after that, I pulled like 855 for one on a stiff bar. And it was pretty easy. So um, I, would, I would maybe say like 30 pounds, 30 or 40 pounds of okay. a difference there on my sumo. Um, conventional, I don't think there's a whole lot of a difference at all. No shit, um, what do you think that is? Probably maybe like maybe 10 to 20 pounds, if anything. Yeah, yeah. So... And, and who, in terms of powerlifting, when you got involved, was there anybody who was like an early mentor to you that kind of brought you in and, and taught you the ropes? Because um, like your, your coach right now, is he local or is he online for you? He's, he's local. Um, he lives all the way over in California and I'm down in Texas. So so he just, he just like sends me my program and stuff. But um, I met him when I went over to Super Training Gym. He's friends with Mark Bell. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, from, you know, I guess the guy that, owned uh, my old gym or he was the manager over there he was a hardcore you know powerlifter back in the day uh, his name was Paul Springer and he kind of like showed me the ropes you know a couple times but you know he was always a real big powerlifting fanatic and whatnot and so that's that's like the only person I can really think of other than that it was just something I've always wanted to do so. and did you and in terms of like teaching with techniques and stuff like that is it mostly self-taught or was he be the one that like taught you how to dead squat etc uh, it, it's all self-taught. Um, no he did show me the low bar squat at one point in time, but that was that's pretty. Other than that, it's all just been me figuring it out by myself. Was that so. a game changer for you? Were you low bar squat or not? Yes. Yeah. I think I wonder if most big deadlifters are low bar squatters because you get to throw more weight on your hips. Mm -hmm. No, that definitely makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, turn it into just a big hip hinge. It looks, yeah. it's, yeah, you're kind of like in that deadlift position when yeah. you low bar squat anyways. Mm -hmm. I know, I, I like trying to do a good morning when I squat, so. <laughs> that's just, what, like, that's literally <laughs> it, man. A lot of deadlifters end up basically good morning that weight up and down. Yeah. yeah. they do the, yeah. the squat. Yeah, so, and do you do online coaching yourself? 
Uh, every now and then somebody will ask me, like, they'll be, like, they really want me to do one for them, and I'll help them out, but I don't advertise it, you know, it's yeah. not like my job or anything, but if somebody really wants my help, I can help them out, you know, especially like a beginner or something, I can, I can like, give them something that'll help them get stronger. Mm -hmm. And what are some of your advice for people just starting out? Because you probably get asked a lot of questions. The more and more you start pulling like this, and at Boss of Bosses, yeah. knock on wood, all things go well. I mean, look, even no matter what happens at Boss of Bosses, it's going to be huge when you're lifting along the likes of, beside Pete Rubish, Yuri Belkin, there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on you. I'm sure you're going to get even more and more questions. What's some advice you give for some people just starting out? Um, they need to learn themselves, I would say. Like, they just need to... Pay a lot of attention to their own individual weaknesses. Um, they need to work on technique and just learn how to work hard. You know, I feel like a lot of people will try to really overcomplicate it from the start. You know, they try to do run this program and then run this program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they just need to be more concerned with just getting in the gym and learning these movements, learning their bodies, getting the best possible technique that they can because that takes years. <laughs> you know, that doesn't just. You can't just figure out your technique in a couple of weeks. Like, I feel like you need to perfect your technique and then just learn how to work hard. You know, See, like you, it's funny because it's true. Some people have these expectations, yeah. right? Like within a couple of weeks, they want like, "Where do you think my deadlift will be at in like two months?" Probably not a huge fucking oh, yeah. jump yet, man. You gotta yeah. like <laughs> keep the weight off and hammer out these techniques. And here's another thing: is uh, there's general template. Okay, here's how you set up for a conventional dead or yeah. sumo dead. But you have to figure out your own body because everybody's yeah. levers are different. Yeah. How your, your femurs hop into your, your hip sockets are different. So yeah. you got to like work it out for yourself individually, right? And that's really the hardest part for everybody is figuring out where your foot placement should be, hand placement, yeah. et cetera, whether you are conventional or sumo. And then, and then from there, build upon it. Did, did you find in terms of with yourself, what are some of the things that you find? Like, how did you know that you were going to pull sumo um, as opposed to conventional? Like, dude, is it because of length, your legs, your torso, or just hopping in there, you're like, man, I can pull so much more sumo than I can conventional? Hmm. <clears throat> well, I, like, like I said, that was the only thing we were taught in high school. Yeah, so. well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so that's where it started. And then, believe it or not, at one point after high school, I was better at conventional than I was at sumo. No yeah. shit. Or so I thought. Oh, so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a part two. <laughs> okay. Okay, and then, so I was, I was pulling conventional, like, all the time. It was, like, a little over 700 pounds, and at this time, I never pulled 700 sumo. So, I go into a knee, and uh, my second attempt on my deadlift is, um, it's 711 conventional, and I just bomb it. Like, I barely get it up to my knees, and it just goes straight down to my ground, it just goes straight down to the ground, and I was like, crap. And I was like, okay, well, you know, my sumo was feeling pretty good when I was warming up. So, in the middle of the meet, on my, between my second and third attempt, I decided to switch my stance over to sumo, and then I just destroy that 7-Eleven. This is like a fucked up movie, yeah. right? This is like that moment where you're talking to your coach, like, I got an idea. It's crazy, but bear with me. It just might work. Like, no shit. That's what my girlfriend said. She was like, what? She was like are you kidding me? No. I was like, this is not like, the time to play these games, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you I think like, you're gonna... I have nothing to lose at this point. Yeah, yeah. Do you, I was going to say, if you think you're going to bomb out, you're like, man, fuck it. Let's go out on our shield here. Let's, <laughs> let's see what happens, right? Dude, throw that Hail Mary yeah. and maybe it lands on the numbers, right? Who, who, yeah, who handles you at meets? This myself. My girlfriend. Um, <laughs> if he can go with me. You really are a one-man army, hey? Trained by oh, his Oh, son. yeah. I, Holy I got nothing. <laughs> but luckily, my girlfriend was with me at my last meet. She yeah. can't make it to all of them. But um, 
Yeah, so she helped me out a lot. Like, just getting my food for me and stuff. Like, I don't know. And then just hanging out with me. Like, so I'm not so bored between all my lips and whatnot. That's pretty much it. But other than that, you know, I just hang out by myself. You know, sleep, eat. Eat as much as eat and drink as much as I can. And yeah. Just relax between lips. Do you ever get, like, performance anxiety and, and Dave the meat? Oh, like, God, yeah. What's that? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, before my last meet, you know, I remember... Um, I was about to go start warming up for squats. This was before the meet was starting. I was watching the flights before me, and uh, I kind of realized what I was going to do that day. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to break the world record today. Um, and then all these thoughts just kind of like hit me. I just went outside and I started throwing up. Oh, which, shit. I, I was like, yeah. You, you, know, did that, you had that eight-mile M&M mom <laughs> spaghetti on your shirt moment. That's exactly what it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, would, that sums it up right there. No shit. But, you know, I always... Especially the week of a me, I'm just a mess. Like I'm always just like so so nervous, you know. Yeah, yeah. And how do you deal with it? How do you how do you find like what are some of the tools you use? Because a lot of people like when they're watching this. I mean, like I was saying, you see Instagram, all you see is the highlights, and they don't realize like everybody gets nervous, man. Yeah. Some people like the the guy's like a, a machine; he never gets nervous. Everybody gets nervous. It's how you deal with it, and that makes you and then you perform despite how you feel. If, I mean, if, you, if you're not afraid and you, and you do well in performance, there's no courage there because you were never afraid anyways. Mm -hmm. But if you're nervous and then you still, you still perform in spite of, that's courage, right? So how do you deal with it and still perform at your best? You got any um, advice like that? I try just to not think about it too much. I try to just pretend like I'm at the gym, you know, kind of doing everything the same. And then um, pretty much after I take my first attempt, like on my squat, it's... I'm not nervous anymore. You know, that, that's all the anxiety. Everything's gone at this point. I mean, unless unless it just goes terribly, which up to this point it hasn't. But uh, after that first squat attempt, I'm usually like, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm at the meet now. I'm competing. I'm going to go. It's over. Like, you, the anxiety's over. Do you focus? Because you handle yourself, which is tough because in a way, um, I know like with myself and talking to some other people, if you have a handler, in these moments, you can just focus on your own shit. I am just going to focus on my warm-up, what I'm going to lift, your handler is taking a look at the scores and being like, fuck me, we need 20 pounds here. We're, we're falling in behind like oh, with this, that, and the other, punching out the calculator, figuring things out. And they're kind of focused on that. And it's like, tell me what I got to lift. But when you take it all on yourself, especially like going into yeah. boss of bosses type shit, are you going to be the dude who's doing the calculations and see what's going on and handling all that? Like that's, that's a lot harder, I would assume. Yeah, probably. But by then, you know, usually at my meets, I have like numbers in my head that I know I'm gonna, like, I want to hit that day. I already have my goal set. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I do base every attempt on like, how I'm feeling. So that's all I worry about. I just worry about you putting the most weight that I can in because that's all I can do. You know, I didn't really. Nobody else really matters. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really matter what else is doing. So. What about, have to in training are you the do, same way? Do you like look at what other people are doing and feel like fuck I gotta up my game and this, that and the other? Or you just say, you know what, I'm gonna do me and and the chips are gonna fall the wherever they may. Uh I mean I guess when I see other people like that are really strong or something, it does motivate me like a little bit more, I guess, but I feel like if I didn't have that I would still be the same way, like still being like, Oh, I wanna get a little bit better. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true, it's kinda like uh, when we had uh, John Hack on the show, and it, I, I keep referring back to that showdown. It's like the biggest showdown I had seen live. But uh, John Hack was like, "Yeah, I felt like I was doing good. I was like hitting big numbers." And then I seen Brett Gibbs on Instagram. He's like, "Oh shit, I got to raise my game. 
Like I thought what I was doing before was yeah. good. And sometimes it helps to motivate. And then sometimes it can kind of get in your own heads at points. Is there ever been like a, a meet where you were like, damn, I wish I could have had that one back. Like one of those meets were like, um, you know, one, one of those regrets where maybe, cause you've never bombed out. Right. Right. Was there ever a meet that was like one of those where you didn't fully perform, perform and it was like, you know, not necessarily lost, but something you learned from. Yeah, probably. So, um, I think like, I did nationals last year, and I just I just did I just had like a really bad meet. I don't know. I think it was just all the meat hype. I couldn't focus enough. Um, I don't know. I wish there was a couple things I could have done differently there. Maybe prepared myself a little bit better for it. But other than that, no, not not really. Um, I've felt okay about most of the meets I've done up to this point. Um, and then if I if they go really bad or something doesn't go the way I wanted it to, I just you know think about the next one. I just think about moving on, think about what I need to improve on. I just, I just move on, move forward. And that's the biggest thing is in terms of like is, is gathering yourself. I mean, it's one thing where, I mean, we all know those guys who just like read online blogs, follow YouTube, and they think, and they're posting like gym lifts, but the shit is different once you get into a competition, yeah. right? And that's only experience can teach you like how different it is. When you go in there, some competitions, the wheels fall off, man. Like you're not lifting when you want to lift. You only got like... 15 minutes to warm up that day, you got to hit it, you thought your squat was deep enough, it got taken away from you. It like, shit happens, only experience yeah. can teach you that, right? So, oh, yeah. it's, it's one yeah. thing to say, oh, my gym lifts compared to this guy, and I think this is where I would be, I mean, it's a whole nother thing to hop in there and do. Oh yeah, I hope people understand what it takes to have a good day on the platform, like, there's so many. Feel that anxiety, so feel that anxiety, it's not the same. It's not the same, yeah. man. Wake up, have people streaming, watching, and shit. And then have fucking Pete Rubish and Yuri on sharing the platform with you. And like, you know, it's different, man. You know, trying to explain to people. It's not necessarily translates. Yeah. But, you know, that's what, it, that's what it takes. That's what you have to do to go out there and prove yourself. So um, you just kind of have to expect things to go wrong. I usually do. I'm like, something's probably not going to go exactly my way. It'll never be a bad that's okay. That's part of it, so... Yeah. Do you feel like you perform better in the gym or do you f perform better? Like your PRs, have, has the platform been where you hit your PRs the most or have you, is it gym PRs? Uh, for squat, yes. I don't typically push my squats very hard. It hurts too bad to push it like that in the gym, but it, it, to me, you know, I always grind out a little something that I never have before. Yeah. Um, bench, bench is usually kind of close. Um, from my from the gym to the meets, and then deadlift is a little bit different, just because you know I don't have calibrated plates, so I can deadlift a little bit more on pound plates in the gym yeah. than I can on the smaller calibrated plates. But that's the only difference. Other than that, you know, I usually it's usually pretty close. And I would say is the thing too that a lot of people don't take into consideration when you're in the gym, you yeah. just got a deadlift and you're pulling. That's one thing. At the end of a meet, you've already maxed the squat, you've yeah. already maxed in the bench, and now you deadlift. Yeah. You know, and if right. you cut weight, which you haven't had to cut weight, but or you're not cutting weight for this one, but uh, if you're cutting weight, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. It makes you tired and, and the whole nine. So it's a whole nother ball game when you're deadlifting in a competition, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So looking ahead, uh, what are some of the goals you'd like to hunt down in terms of boss of bosses and moving even into the future? Do you want to go? Is there like the world championships, etc.? What fit, what you because you lift in the USPA, right? Yes. So you want to first hammer down that boss of bosses, and uh, are you looking towards the U.S. Open? Uh, were you watching the U.S. Open? I'm sure you were. I did. I did. Yeah. Um, as I, I think that that's going down again next year. Um, I would like to go. Um, oh fuck yeah! Here's hoping, man. Because they have um. Even if you're telling yourself 
All right, I may not take the three lift. I believe they have like like cash prizes for world records and stuff like that too, right? I don't think so. Not the U.S. Open. However, Reebok record breakers they do. Oh, okay, okay. It's like a thousand bucks for a world record or something like that. So um, I do plan on doing that one in November as well. Okay. And uh, go for a couple world records, hopefully. Yeah. You know, I would eventually even like to have uh, the 242 record also. I don't see why not. All I have to do is weigh like 221 or more and then, you know, go in and get it. Because they're all pretty close to each other. So. Yeah, yeah. So what is the 242 record for Deads? 925. Oh, 925? Yeah. Oh, shit. That is really close. Yeah. Actually. You know what? Like, you'd be tempted for $1,000 pumping a token squat, pumping a token bench. And just grab a thousand dollars if you could pull nine twenty five. Or are you thinking, no, that's not my style? No, I go all out. I'm really? there. For, I'm there to put up a total. Absolutely. You know, because yeah. I, I still want to have like I'm not just a deadlifter. I want to be a powerlifter too. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to put that total I can. So. Yeah. And what about the uh, ninety kilo record? What is that at? Because you could eat, you could make ninety kilo the day before weigh-ins for sure. What's oh, the yeah. record? For for the deadlift. Yeah. Or what? Yeah, oh, I, I have it at 881. Um, you have it? And then, yes. Dude, that should have been your intro when I said talk about yourself. <laughs> that would have been, I would leave with that shit at dinner parties, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I got a world record, whatever, no biggie. I'm, 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 trying, to get, I'm trying to get past that, you know what I mean? Like, everybody brings okay. it up all the time, and I'm just like, no, no, I'm like, it's... Nah, I don't want to acknowledge it really. Oh. I'm just thinking about. I just want the next one. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have one world record for deads at 90 kilo. The next one you want is is uh, the 100 kilo, and then so you want basically to be like Conor McGregor, the double champ, and move up to be the three division world record holder for deads. Right. I don't and see that, why not. So. Well, fuck yeah, okay. <laughs> so that's a big. But I mean, if you take. Three deadlift world records. That's kind of that's a huge oh, statement. Yeah. Man. Has anybody ever done that? No. You know, yeah, you would know. Fuck man. Well, actually, Ed, um, Ed Cone did at one point in time have three. He had one eighty. He still has one eighty one. Yeah. Okay. Um, he did have one ninety eight, and he did have two twenty. All at the same time. Yeah. Um, but dude, that yeah. would put you up there with Ed fucking Cohen. Yeah. That's a huge name <laughs> to be aside, man. To be alongside. <laughs> he just drinks coffee. Yeah, well, fuck, I don't know. I maybe. guess so. Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> that's huge goals. Good for you. So when you think, are you thinking uh, the 220? Because even if that kind of yeah. will play into your attempts at boss of bosses, because yeah. even if Yuri goes to um, on his third attempt to break it, if you break it in your second attempt, that's yours. Yeah. Fuck, whatever happens, third attempt, good on you, bud. I already have now two divisions where I have a world record. Whatever falls in the third attempt happens, and then you move ahead for your Reebok, and you're going for the uh, 242 world record. Like, is that going to play into how you look at boss of bosses? Are you thinking I might try attempting it in the second attempt? Are you? Um, I was thinking about it. I was thinking 909 would probably be my second attempt, but yeah. you know, I don't know. That that depends on so many things. Yeah. Like, it's easy to sit here and say that now, and then get on the platform three months later, and then. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole, yeah. thing. Yeah. It's weird when you start doing these kind of things because it could be like I could solidify this record attempt in my second, and then whoever has like, let's say, the end of the day, Yuri or Pete has a, has the biggest dead of that day. You could still have broken the world record, you know, if you if you go for it in the second. So then it's kind of like a safety to go for it in the second attempt. But then 
fuck, man, if you didn't hit the world record in the second attempt, you're already moving forward with your opener. So it's one of these yeah. games you can play in your no, head. exactly. It is definitely a game-time decision. These are some huge gold you got on your plate right now. And at 22 years old, no less. Is there, um, is there, do they have junior world records in this federation? They must be keeping track of those. You must be well ahead on those. Yeah, I don't, I don't really even pay attention to them a whole lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no shit, eh? I yeah, assume no, you have them. I, I, um, I know, like, I got one last year. I got an IPL world record for the junior class last year with my deadlift mm-hmm. for 220. It was like 804 or something like that. Um, but, now, you know, You're more looking into the open, eh? Yeah, I'm more concerned with, like, just all-time world records. So, Looking ahead, when all said and done, you, you look back on your career, um, how would you like to be remembered? Um, I'm going to be like, that guy was pretty good at deadlift. That's how I want to be remembered. <laughs> I would say if you break three world records and three weight classes, you might be one of the greatest deadlifters of all time. Yeah, and that's, that's good enough for me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> I would say so. Is there anybody, thanks for coming on the show, man. Is there anybody you would like to thank in terms of uh, sponsors or anything like that or how people might be able to reach you? Um, yeah, I want to thank the Kilo Cartel. They're really awesome sponsors. They take care of me. Um, you know, every, everything I need, they, they help me out with. So it's really a blessing just to have those guys on my side. Um, I thank Mark Bell, too, from Slingshot. You know, he's, he's always there for me, too. Um, uh, and other than that, you can find me on Instagram, KaylorC40. Um, I think my gym here in town is our strength for giving me like a good place to train. And, and let me help you out. It's Mother's Day. Oh, mom! <laughs> <laughs> you welcome, man. You welcome. <laughs> Thank you. No worries. No worries. Well, listen, man. Um, thanks for coming on. Good interview, and love to have you around Boss of Bosses, maybe on the other side of it, and we could look back on a little recap and talk about it. And if I, yeah, for sure. Good luck at Boss of Bosses, man. I'm sure we're, like, we're going to be watching. I know yeah. everybody's going to be interested in that showdown. Good luck, man. We'll stay in touch. Awesome. Thank you. No worries. Talk to you later. Holy he's smokes, this is some big goals. He's yeah. going to be slapping the head for not thanking his girlfriend who was sitting right behind him. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, fuck me. So, oh, yeah. I, so he's already got the 90-kilo world champion or yeah. world record. Um, he's going for the 100-kilo world record, so yeah. that'd be the double champ right there. Yeah. I didn't know he already had the 90-kilo. Yeah, no. He's so low-key with that. Like, I was like, introduce yourself. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I deadlift. Yeah, I like to deadlift. Yeah. The chip. He's a world, yeah. all-time world record holder. That's crazy. And um, so he's going to go for the – that showdown with Yuri is going to yeah. be huge. No, that, exactly. be, that, that, that there could possibly be the biggest showdown of all time because yeah. everybody – I mean, as much powerlifting as everybody watches the big debtors, right? Yeah. So you're looking at probably the – I mean, Yuri just took a 26-year-old record, 25-year-old record, whatever it was. And yeah. for these guys to go at it and go at it, like, because, I mean, they are so the hype on Yuri, the, the hype on Yuri is, yeah. is phenomenal right now. Everybody in the mother was talking about the Ed Cohen record he had just broken. Yeah. That's all it was. Is that the, like, one of the longest standing world records? Powerless 25 or 26 years, that record. That's, <laughs> that, that record that, that's like, oh, that, shit, I'm that, logging a song. That, right, that record was older than Yuri. Huh. Oh, shit, that's a nice stat. That record was older than Yuri. Yeah. How old is Yuri? 25. Is he only 25? Are you yeah. sure about that? Yeah. No kidding, because I know um, 
that record, and then there's Mark Henry's super heavyweight deadlift record. I don't, as anyone, what's the heaviest deadlift record? Does anyone know here? Because yeah. I know Mark Henry pulled into the 900s yeah. and tested. But it's, it's funny how that goes, eh? yeah. because the bigger the guys get, it, it's, I mean, their squats so always go up, but, yeah. but yeah. the deadlift never really, you never really see it. I mean, unless you're Eddie Hall, but I mean, you don't really see that that yeah. number transition like yeah. that. Like those big guys don't, I mean... It's only, awkward as shit to get down there when yeah. you're that huge. Well, you're 400 pound man. You're, no, see, exactly. you're seeing Ray Williams. I mean, his is his has had a steady climb in, yeah. in the last couple yeah. years. Like, yeah. like I know when he did that thousand pound squat. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Brett Gibbs that called it out. He put he reposted it and said, "I'm more impressed with his deadlift because he hit like 880, almost 900 yeah. or something." Yeah, like that. yeah. I was like, I was like, it was well, he had like a 70 pound PR on his fucking. Yeah. If you look in comparison when it comes to the big boys, like you're saying, the squat is like over a thousand pounds. And their deads are like 150 pounds less. Yeah. Whereas for most people, most people not always when you're smaller, total opposite. Yeah, yeah exactly. Deadlift is the big one. But coming down to this showdown with Yuri and, and Wolum, <laughs> that's a huge showdown for yeah. like Wolum is, is oh, you by fucking far, throw you throw Rubish in there and Rubish yeah. in there 100 percent Rubish. Who I mean I mean he's a he's a bang up stand up guy too and he can pull when when Rubish is an injury. The thing about Rubish when we did the interview, which was really cool about him, was when he said. Um, He's that guy that'll constantly make the gains. He said, you know, Larry Wheels is that genetic guy that came out of it and just smashed big numbers. Yeah. And he goes, I'm that turtle coming behind because yeah. the turtle wins the race eventually. He's yeah. like, he just keeps gaining and gaining. He's so right. he's, he's patient. Yeah. And he just keeps chipping away, throwing pennies in the bank. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and improving on an already crazy day. Big thing with Rubish. <clears throat> I don't know how often he's injured, but he's he's had to deal with some. And he's dealing with the one right now leading yeah. into this. It's, it's A and B. And it's it's weird too because remember he only trains twice a week. Yeah, but he goes. He probably goes. Yeah, hard I know. Him. I know he goes hard, but I'm not. Yeah. Saying, obviously, he goes yeah. hard. But maybe I mean, like he's. Maybe. But 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 the thing is about him that was the crazy. Where he twice a week is all he trains. Here's one thing. Okay, so he's injured right now, but he gets injured. Yeah. He's dealt with this shit before. Yeah. Which I mean, I'm not. It's not good that he's injured, but he knows what he's doing. He knows like he can assess. He's been down this road. Yeah. You know, he's had he's had all types of injuries. He's had to deal with. And um, so it's not his first walk in the park, which comes with experience. He's going to walk in this. And, and fuck, if he's confident and he thinks he's going to pace well, I hope I hope he makes it on well, there because that will be an amazing show. A lot of these guys, when they said they've been injured, they came back so much stronger because they took away doing, you know, if it was a leg injury, they took away doing squats and they just did leg accessories yeah. for a whole year recovery. Yeah. And then all of a sudden came Look at back. Taylor Atwood. Yeah, came back, came back with quads the size of tree trunks, you know. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden they, they, they figured out their lift, right? Like, we, we, we had Taylor Atwood on there. Dude was doing two plates aside for like reps of like sets of twenty five. <laughs> yeah. Leading into like it was, I think it was national some shit and ended up like the last few weeks putting some weight on his back and ended up winning crushing it. So I mean sometimes it works out for you. You wanna wanna do that all shit all year round, mm-hmm. but sometimes it works out for you. But I don't know. What do you guys let, let's throw it down right now. What do you guys think? In terms of that three way battle, who you guys got for three Well, months? the thing is that Kaylor doesn't post a lot is um, his squats and bench. But he does have good squats and bench. Mm-hmm. So the hardest part to look at that, I mean, if you're looking at just deadlifters... Let's look at just a dead. That's the real battle. I think I think the three yeah. lift, I think Yuri is probably a little ahead. I don't know where Pete's at. He's a bit of a question mark. I'd would, I would pick Yuri for the three lift. But what do you guys say for the deadlift battle on the spot and your guns to your head and you got to pick somebody? Who you got and who you got? I'm going to put it on Kaler. You're going to put it on Kaler. I'm right? going to put it on Kaler because Kaler's coming into the 220 class. He's 215. His lifts are insane right now. At 215. He's moving up every time. Every time you see his lifts, mm-hmm. it's bigger and bigger and bigger. And he hasn't even hit 220 yet. Yeah. 
Like, and the thing is, I mean, I will count Yuri out for because I he said Yuri's two twenty seven, but most of what I seen Yuri's around two twenty three. He only cuts two to three pounds for his fucking life. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. Pounds. I mean, like from what I see, he usually only cuts two to three pounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. There isn't a big there won't be, weight cutting won't be an issue for any of those guys. No. Pete, yeah. it's, how big is Pete? Pete's not huge He's weight not cutting huge. either. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's gonna have to be on. How he does going into it, like he said, he yeah. has a lot of anxiety and stuff like yeah. that going into it. You're going in and putting that on yourself as being. Oh, this is the biggest thing ever. Yeah, not just the biggest. It's the atmosphere. It's a boss of bosses. Yeah. Like this is the best lift service of all time. Yeah. Walking into this place and you're standing amongst them. And I mean, kudos to him. Does his own training. Yeah. Does his own. He's yeah. got no spotters. He's got yeah. no yeah. handlers. He's got no. You know. Yeah. But that's also a lot to take on. I yeah. mean, you went. Now you really are the king. King. Yeah. You're going solo. You really are the boss of bosses, yeah, yeah. would you say? But you know, the the thing is about it is we all said we've said it before, powerlifting don't fucking pay. And depending on your job, yeah. you know, can you afford a handler? Can you afford to yeah, have a no, coach? Sure. Can you have all that stuff, right? You know what he was saying? Like like uh no, I got I'll do three if I won't do token this, token that. Well, fuck me. Your yeah. financial situation might be different than mine. I would take yeah. a token squat and bench for a thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, hey, look, exactly. at, there's a lot of meats. You could do three lifts. Sometimes it might be like, look, yeah. I gotta pay bills. I'm gonna, I'm gonna snatch yeah. that money and hit a three <laughs> lift on the next one. Thank you very much. Yeah. And if anyone on Instagram is gonna be like, well, fucking, you did a token squat and bench. Yeah, but yeah. I walked away with a G. Yeah. Well, that's the token squat and bench show. I mean, his token squat would be maybe six hundred. His bench, yeah, yeah, yeah. some of these guys, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Not, he's, he's not going to be like yeah. with it's still going to be. Yeah. Good. So, anyways, back on it because I don't want anybody off the hook, and I'll yeah. give my I'll give my prediction yeah. to you. Saying Yuri, no, no, I'm you're saying, saying Caleb. Caleb, what do you say? Um, I'm gonna say just the way Kyler said. You know, he's gonna do his all his own things by himself, his home handling, his own you know numbers. That's a lot of stress. Yuri comes in, you know, he has a coach, they have a game plan. I, It makes it a lot easier to, you can just finesse, yeah. you know, that little two and a half, half kilo yeah. jump. Yeah. And it doesn't the matter big, how you win as long as you win. Yeah. The big thing, so you think in Yuri? I, I would say so, yes. Just on the, you know, just there is a merit to going all out, but there yeah. also is a merit to, you know, sitting there with your numbers and being able to split hairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to say, if I'm, if I'm going to fucking teether this one way or another, um... You know, here's okay. Let me preface this, and I'm not gonna bitch out. I'm gonna give you my my, my <laughs> people are just bitching out right now. I, I put you on a spot. You have to say, and then I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Show's over, done. We're done. Guys. I don't know. I think anyone can win. Yeah. I hate when people do that shit. But um, okay. So walking into it, it it will kind of depend on. You got a huge point where. Kayler, and you said too, he's walking into like, this is the biggest meet of his fucking life, yeah. and, he's, and he does. He's he may not have a handler. That's gonna be tough. And um, so, and I mean, I think picking attempts leading up to the dead is really going to set you up. Yeah. That I think that's like it's easy enough to say, yeah. Well, but when you get to the dead, and that's the big showdown, yeah. you just chip in two and a half kilo more and try to take it. Well, yeah. no, well, no shit. But in the squat, yeah. If you don't attempt properly, yeah. And you gas out RPE ten that shits. Yeah. Let's say you fail a squat, yeah. your gas. Yeah. Walking into the dead, especially yeah, okay, do, even if he doesn't do, run like the second, and then has to bail his third. Do your, you're dead. Yeah, do your your. Well, do two and a half kilo yeah. more. You don't have two and a half kilo more. It's done. That yeah. was done in the squats. Yeah. Whereas if you got a handler yeah. who's kind of looking at shit and he's yeah. like, just do what I tell you to do. Yeah. I we've discussed beforehand. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I'm reading the play. Yeah. You know, sometimes you look at it and be like, whoa, I didn't expect this guy to come out squatting as good as that. 
Maybe we let him have squats. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense to fucking try to take the squats. Yeah. You might pull back or, yeah. or whatever. For bench even, you get tight back when you yeah. arch and do that no, shit. Exactly. Like there's so much that a handler can help. Yeah. And I agree with you there. And yeah. that's where I think. Now, I, I don't know. I forget who handles Rubish. The guy's a fucking stud and he's been around too. If I got to throw down, if, if you set a million dollars on the table, it's yours. Or I got a gun to your fucking dog's head. And um, I, would, I would say, A, is a million U.S. or Canadian. B, which dog? <laughs> but I'm just joking, baby. I love them both like my children. Um, I would say... Uh, I, I, I'm going to go uh, uh, fucking uh, the Russian lion. So and that fucking pains me because I'm yeah. North American. So, so and the, you know how I feel about those motherfuckers. The, the thing is, I'll, I'll tell you about the, that. Yeah. This is going to be really interesting. Is that what he said there is that, yeah, he watches other people and everything else. It's going to be his game plan because they go into it. I mean, that third attempt, he, he, both of them can go high, right? If yeah. he reads into that, because Yuri could write something down that's just astro fucking well, That's the other thing the handlers do. Yeah. You write, yeah, you write down an opener. Yeah. You write down, and but, you know about but that does, shit. But, but, does it, but does it matter? You know what I mean? Like yeah. here's, the, here's the thing. If Kaler goes in and does what he wants to do, like he just goes in and does what he wants to do, yeah. does his attempts, yeah. this yeah. is it, no matter what. No matter what Whatever he's doing, down, down, no matter what game. happens, this is what I'm fucking That's what he says he does anyways. And that's what I'm saying. If he can stick to the game plan, which a lot of people, you know... It's hard to do is stick to that yeah. game plan when you start seeing that stuff. But we see it over and over again. Deadlift people, like the people that deadlift is their lift. Yeah. When it comes down to it, even though it's something they're exhausted, they've had a shit day, they'll pull something out that yeah. you just don't expect. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a lift they love and they know they're going to fucking put everything the they got behind it. All three it. of these cats are the, like, yeah. the biggest deadlifters of all time. All three of these cats could like literally break the record. Like That's what yeah. makes it so <laughs> so hard. And we're not even like, this is no slap on Pete. Pete could be in there. Yeah. Oh, Pete on a good you, day. You, there's you, no, it wouldn't be. Pete only, told me Pete took this. I'm like, yeah, fuck, I can picture that. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, the only reason I'm not putting Pete down is because we don't see Pete training right now. It's yeah, the hardest yeah, thing. Like, he's not in your, he's yeah, not yeah. in your And he's injured. He, but it would be very, so boss if but, he wasn't but, even fucking injured. Yeah, but you would be an absolute. <laughs> be, he does a whole YouTube series <laughs> coming back from injury. Some motherfucker smashing PRs right now. Right? He's like 250 pounds, going to cut down. Like, who knows? It'd be crazy, but... And he's right, though. Like, I mean, those records... Greatest deadlifter of all time, man. You take three three records like that... Well, uh, no, for real. I, it sounds Super Bowl for me to say, like, you know, greatest of all time. No, you you. these are the all-time records. These aren't specific federation. You take three yeah. weight classes... Records, you're probably the greatest deadlifter of all time. And it, to take the two, to take the two two forty two at like and like he said, I mean, like, and to be so yeah, small, two forty two, twenty five. Yeah, you're not even cutting. You're you're trying but, to, you're trying to eat a cow on yeah. the way and to make some weight. Like. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing too. Like uh, we all know the records about. You're eyeballing that. Another guy yeah. who's for real two forty two is also eyeballing that. Yeah, and he's gonna come in here. So shit changes by the time you get there. Powerlifting yeah. records. The, the thing about the thing about Yuri and him though is that. They got youth on their side. Like, where yeah. are they going to go from here? I mean, yeah. How old's Pete? I, I'm That's guessing Pete. I'm, I'm thinking Pete. He's like, young. He's younger. Yeah. And he look. These guys with beards. Yeah. I can like, fuck I, a rock a beard, and I, I hate I, it because I can't I grow a picture. I think Pete's late twenties. Yeah, so he's young. He's young. He's been injured though. It's all it's battle war. It's like MMA or boxing. Yeah. Some dudes. He hasn't had a lot of fights. He's young. Yeah, but he's been in a lot of wars. Yeah. 
He's older than he looks body-wise, war-wise. Pete's probably the less fresh in terms of injuries of those cats. Well, like, I don't know what Yuri, nobody knows. But it's Yuri. like when Yuri took the record, you know, there was a lot of bash and a lot of things and everything else. And at the end of the day, I think people just need to let Yuri have that record because Cohen had the record for 20-some years. You know what That's I mean? what Haney was let, saying when he was on. Let the guy have a day. Let the guy have a fuck. Let him have the record. Cohen had, we celebrated Cohen and we still do. Yeah, Celebrate yeah. Cohen he, like a he's god. He's not going to disappear. Yeah. You know? But he's good. You don't have to preserve something, man. He's like Babe Ruth for the sport. He's good. No one's gonna forget about him. It's been 26 years, yeah. right? Um, let let's let's celebrate a couple new guys and, and have let them have their day. Yeah, it's and it's important for the sport to celebrate some of these young cats. I'll tell you another one though. Like the, when we look at different competitions coming up and stuff, I'll tell you the one I really want to see Isabella and Walford go at it this yeah. year. I think right now, like that is one. Like I know this is off topic, but that is one mm-hmm. I yeah, definitely. Fuck it, I, I want to see that one. I think, yeah, no, that's. I think that is going to be probably one of like we talked about the one of fives in the IPF. I think that one there is. Also if you want to talk, be, if you want to talk about generation versus generation, Kimberly is a seventy eighter when she was born. Isabella's like fucking. I don't know. She's young as shit. Yeah, she's in her twenties. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's in her mid twenties. Eventually, you got to think that Kimberly Walford is a legend as well. Almost. Like a, like God likes demigod she numbers, yeah. but eventually she's got she can't do it forever. Yeah, Isabella will catch up at some point. So that's where every year it's like, will she? Is this year? Have you seen Kimberly's total ever go down? Well, I know that's what I'm saying. But like, she's got to be human. And Isabella is a beast. Isabella like chipped her tooth in training. She trained so intensely. Yeah. Isabella trains like her life is on every single training session she has. Yeah, I swear, but I swear, be, and so is Kimberly though. But I, I swear, there's just there's something where she's from. Because look at Sophia Loft. Sophia yeah. Loft and her. I mean, they, they yeah. both like just scream and holler mad. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah. that last that last bit I seen her on uh, Isabella, she's slapping the back of her head trying to get yeah. herself going for the dance. I'm like, holy yeah. like I don't know. That, that is a huge battle that I'm, I'm not sure. I is it this year that Isabella can catch up? Or because um, like, eventually I think eventually I think Isabella is the future of that division. Yeah. At some point, Isabella is. You, I say that turning in cheek because this powerlifting people fucking come out of nowhere within two yeah. years. A new person could be there and be like, like she's better than both. Who the f- like with powerlifting? Frick, man. It's true. People come out of nowhere. Isabella, she said within three years she broke a world record. What weight class are they? Seventy-two. Seventy-two. Yeah. So you think she's the future seventy-two? Oh, you're going to say Jessica Butner. Look at you with your smile. And that's a Canadian. Yeah. All right, I'll take it back, Jessica. I'm sorry if you're watching this. She's a world champion junior. She's yeah. a beast, too. And she's 22, 23? 20, she's 22 this year. Yeah. I love how you said, you think who's the future? Yeah. I see. Well, you know, no, We're Canadian, too, but no, for real. No, no, she's I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not th- I'm not throwing her out as just being the future. But what I'm saying is that don't count her out. Like, oh, hell no. Because if, if she stays with us and keeps going, like how far she takes us. You want to talk multi-sport athlete. For those who don't know about Jessica Bodner, you better hop online and watch. This kid's a beast. She's 22 years old. IPF junior world champion. Her deadlift is, she's a deadlifter. Phenomenal deadlifter. Uh, but she's also like a track athlete, like a track star, yeah, like a yeah, multi-sport. Heavy, heavy throws or something, but I mean like... 72 a, kilo, jacked. Yeah, she's shredded. How, how, how shredded. shredded. Like abs at, yeah. like, what's her body weight at, like in between lifts? She's, like, she's, she's, she's one, I just seen her post, she's like 160-something right now. But so, she's been like 170 abs. So, oh no, she's yeah, like, yeah, she was, when she went into the world. She's been like one, she's been like 210 abs. When, no, when she, was, when she went into the world last year, she was 170 plus, and then I think it was. Abs, man. With like, she's. I don't know her, crazy it was four weeks or eight weeks, she cut out 20 pounds and she was jacked as yeah. shit. Like, she was yeah. stage ready to go. Yeah. 
And then this year, I noticed she's kept her weight down. Yeah, like yeah. I said, doing that big cut. Yeah. And she just did that that local expo from where yeah. she's out there. Yeah, yeah. Pulled a 440 like it was fucking like butter. Like butter, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that 455 was her comp. Like, that was, yeah. that was her, her record, yeah. right? Yeah. So I know she's already pulled a couple 455s on the... In the gym or whatever, coming into this one, like, it's and that's a world record, by the way, for the for the juniors. Yeah. Right. So I mean, like, she's a Isabella's got that huge squat. Her deadlifts, yeah. her deadlifts moving. She can also dead four forty range or yeah. four fifty. I think as she should pull four fifty four reps. No. No. Yeah. I think was it four fifty? Right. Yeah. We reposted. Yeah, two hundred five for a triple. Yeah. So she's she's. I mean, she's old. Yeah. But she she's like like I don't want to compare Jessica yet. She's not even past juniors yeah. yet. I know in the future that doesn't mean anything. What we just talked to a guy, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm just no, saying, like no. Jessica's going to progress, though. Yeah, when, when the it's all the are... progress. Kimberly's probably going to maintain, and like progress and like pennies in the yeah. bank, five pounds here, five pounds yeah. there. Isabella is still on the upswing, and Jessica on the upswing. So it'll depend on when they all face off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where where's Kimberly then? Because fuck, by, man, Jessica's like a, a kid, man. By the time and Kimberly's like you know like it, there's so different portions of their yeah. of their chapters. But of their Kimberly, Kimberly, you know, the thing is about her, she stays healthy, she stays yeah. safe. You oh, really, she's just you, you rarely Dude, see any injuries. She like, never was a bad meat. Yeah, she's, she's never since she hit the scene. She's never lost the nationals or worlds for the past like fucking half decade. Right. She doesn't have a bad day. So when people like she's, not said, she's a goat. Like there's no yeah, she's, 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 she's the goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a great seventy two kilo for like you can argue in terms of like multiple weight like like uh, like all time whatever weight class, you could argue something say oh, Jen Thompson, whatever yeah. shit. But for seventy two kilo, undisputed goat. Yeah. There's only been ever her. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> there's only ever been her, so I guess that is kind of a yeah. let's let's debate who's the goat in seventy two kilo. <laughs> It's 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 one of those things. She's been in so long. She's a go like because records fall. I mean, with the yeah. sport taking off, how many people are in it now? You, you it's, yeah. it's you don't see people holding on to them, and she just keeps winning. Like yeah, and that that's what I love about watching her is that you know she's she's M one and she keeps winning. Like, yeah, well she's no she's not she M one yet. She's not M one yet. Is she M one yet? She's M one next year. Next year she'll be M one. Yeah, you and she's not going to move into M one until no, you, not, you know the good things. Going to, but she, no. she'll be she'll be classified. It'll be crazy M1 as of January next year. It'll be crazy. Um, when okay, so I remember like reading. I'm a boxing fan. Reading about like as a Joe Lewis. Joe yeah. Lewis is the heavyweight champion of the world in the 30s for um, like 10 years straight. So yeah. when or, or actually like 12 years. So when he finally lost the title, there were people who were like 12 years old when he won and grown ups when he finally lost, and they're like. Holy fuck! Right now, there's a different person who's the champion besides Joe Lewis, and they don't even—that was crazy. For yeah. them to even think about wrap their head. Yeah. What would be crazy is when Kimberly finally does lose, and all champions lose, to be like, "Holy shit!" There's someone else who's at the top of the 72 class, and and it's not Kimberly Walford. Mm-hmm. It's almost—it's only ever been Kimberly, and it might still be this year and the next year. But like at some point, it'd be crazy to think, "Wow, there's somebody out there who's number one at 72, and it's not Kimberly." Yeah, that's know, that's a statement. That's a legacy. When when you make people hard to even fathom, someone else being on top of you. Powerlifting. We talked about it before. Is that I mean, just everything about it is that age doesn't always play the factor that is going to no, show you. No, down. no, I mean, you got juniors and masters yeah. who will be world champions. We know that. Look at Jen Thompson. We already mm-hmm. brought her up. Jen Thompson, Marissa, and uh, yeah, Marissa uh, and uh, Liz Briggs too. Dave, Dave. <laughs> yeah, sort of, kind of. <laughs> I think Liz Cravens. Liz yeah. Cravens in her forties. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're talking all contenders, yeah, 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 yeah. like, and then you got right down to like the John Hacks of the world, whatever, yeah. who are juniors smashing. So yeah, it's it's all over the place. 
That's what I'm saying. If, if Kimberly never has a bad meat, even just even all she has to do is be human one day yeah. and have a bad meat, but she can't. You know, the, the other one I really want to see is, and I think this is just going to be in, I, I just pity anybody stepping on against him is uh, in the 120. Dennis Cornelius? I, yeah. Dude, I, I, I honestly... I'm I gonna, think Dennis has got... He's I, I'm not that. knocking he's anyone gonna else that. walking into that, but I just... Yeah. Fuck my life walking into the, against that guy. Yeah. Like, no, he's, he's... His closest competition, uh, Buafi's already in his 40s and, and was defeated by Dennis pretty well. And yeah. Dennis is getting better. And I don't... Oh, he's so, not just getting better. Like, he's, yeah, he's, he's crushing. He's, he's crushing. crushing so I think if your stiffest competition has already been defeated yeah. and, is, and is probably... Although world class still got probably probably coming back down, he's not. Yeah, then it's going to be Dennis for a while. And I know guys come out of nowhere; it's powerlifting, but Dennis is uh, locked. This is the Dennis Cornelius. You're going to be. It's pretty hard to come out of nowhere against him. You know what I mean? Like he's going to. Yeah, he sees you coming. He says even he watches the untested division. He watches. He watches everybody. He he compares himself to the 120 plus. Yeah, Yeah. he compares. He he compares himself. He's tested. He compares himself to the untested. He compares himself to 120 plus. You're not creeping up on this cat. And he's a super-duper nice guy, no? Was he not a crazy nice guy? Yeah, he was crazy He's nice. one of those dudes where if, if someone goes at him, he doesn't have to defend himself. Three, four other guys will walk, walk in there and defend for him because that's how nice of a guy <laughs> yeah. he is, man. He's, he's a... But he's I, I honestly want to see. I think he is... He's going to do... I, I hope he does the 400-kilo squad. Like, the first to do yeah. so in the 120? He yeah. will. He probably will. Well, he's putting up 850s in... in oh, wow. 850s for, for doubles. Yeah. Oh. So... <laughs> He's. I think he's gonna. I. I th- At I some point, I firmly, the first I, I, I firmly believe he's gonna break nine hundred pounds. I firmly believe. I, that's my prediction. He's. Gonna that's be, pretty fucking crazy. He's gonna go. Now you're out of line. He's gonna go nine hundred pounds on the squad. You. You just all over this guy's dick right now. Yeah. <laughs> but he. He compares himself like his. He's a subtotal guy for sure. Yeah. His deadlift's nothing to step away from. But it, I mean, he, yeah. whatever he did this year with that coaching that he talked about, it's moving. His dad's moving. Who picked him up with coaching? He was I, looking for a coach when he was on the show. He, he, didn't, he didn't say who it is. He is this the right time to announce? I've been coaching Dennis Cornelius. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whenever he did, because at, right after that thing, all of a sudden I start seeing like 20, 30 pound increases on, yeah. his, on his dad. He was popping them up and I was like, holy shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe he didn't get a coach. Maybe he did, but I know he was talking to a few of them. Right? Mm-hmm. So. That's interesting. But that I, guy, I, it just, I, I mean, it's, it, there's no, it's not the... Standoff. There's no big competition on that. It's yeah. like the Mike Tyson. But situation. it's one of those ones where you just it's the Mike Tyson situation where watch. you're gonna watch him just run like Mike Tyson in the '80s, where he had no competition, he's just running through dudes. That's yeah. what Dennis is gonna do the next couple of years. Whereas Kimberly, even though she's dominated as shit, she's got contenders. She's got a face. Well, the, be, the thing about the Cornelius, he said his deadlifts the only thing that's not his weapon. He knows his bench is his weapon. He knows mm. his squat is just yeah. unheard of. Mm. And that's what he said. He goes, he wants the deadlift record too now. So I mean, like having that kind of goal, like those other two, well, those ones there. Easy and he wants that Wilkes, everybody. And he's yeah. totally been doing it three years. Yeah. Like, but he's been lifting. Oh, obviously, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. <laughs> the guy looks like the legs the size of man. Oh, his legs the size of me. Yeah, like I don't know. He's been lifting something out of cars or something. Yeah. I don't know what he's been doing, but <laughs> and he's he's one inch taller than me and a hundred pounds heavier. But it's it's you know it's it's the runaway thing. Like I don't take away from Ray Williams. Like I like watching the stuff right now, but honestly. It's just he's another runaway, and I just unless he does, he's another Mike Tyson situation where you want to see him just crush weights, and you know you can be a one man show if you're just killing it. Mm-hmm. But once he breaks those certain plateaus, it becomes like, all right, like chasing the thousand pounds is exciting, and then when he hit it, it's exciting. Now it's done. It's not like you're gonna go hashtag road to two thousand. Is Jezza world? Is Jezza what? Is Jezza going to worlds? 
Yeah. Yeah, he is, right? Yeah, he's yeah. got to be. I wasn't sure. That's the thing. So I will say, if if on a good day, that will be a run. Mm -hmm. Those two going together. For squat, other. but in total, is Jezza close? No. 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 So I think I think that's the thing. you have mini battles. You have mini battles for squat. For mini battles, you got Kelly for the bench, who's yeah. a little champion bench right now. Shout yeah. out to Kelly Brenton, Canadian kid. Yeah, Kelly. I don't think any either one of them are even close to Kelly on bench. Kelly on a good day, I think is six hundred now. Is he six hundred plus pounds? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, he's hit six hundred. Yeah. So the thing is, but I just Ray's known for his squad. I mean, he yeah. he has a phenomenal for total. I think he has, Ray's a, he has a phenomenal total. Don't, yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying he's known for that squad, and I'd love to see Uepa go up against mm -hmm. him. For the squad, he can't. He's close in the squad, which is crazy to say. Well, most people didn't didn't click in when Ray did that. Ray didn't break the world record. No, he and, and Jezza. He unofficially. Does Jezza still hold the world record? No. Ray took it. I'm pretty sure. At Ray the Arnold. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. But Jezza Jezza took Jezza took it at Oceana. Yeah, yeah. Jezza's the first so man to break that world record, and he had Ray had the unofficially broke it and had the national record, but yeah. Jezza's the one that actually took it. At Jezza can actually rock and roll with Ray in squats. Yeah. The, it'll be a series of mini battles. It'll be entertaining to see who wins gold for squat between between those fellas. Who wins gold for bench? And you'll have your favorites, and then who wins gold for dead? But overall, I think Ray's got the the best game, and he's going to yeah, take it. No. It's oh, not over, a major battle. Yeah, overall, the thing about Ray that blows me away, and it always will, is that he is a very mobile big man. Yeah. Like, that's the thing where you don't see that on a lot of these other big guys, you know? Like, he does cardio, he does, you see him mm -hmm. doing the full He do the fucking agility ladder. Yeah, like, like he does a game. lot of stuff, man, and it, and it pays off, but... Mm -hmm. Jezza, you know, I, the one thing I love watching with him is that front squat, man. I've never seen anyone... He's a front squat beast. Yeah. He front squats people's totals. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> that's the it's crazy true. part. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, that was a pretty good discussion. Yeah. Till next time, you guys make sure you follow us on Instagram. Subscribe. Don't just watch. Subscribe this. And um, yeah, any closing thoughts will be good. We're out. We're out. We're out. Yeah, we're out.